Your favorite Thursday podcast is back. What's cracking, everybody? This is the DNA Podcast, episode 23. It is Wednesday, the 23rd. Yes, I think I'm correct on that. 23rd? Yeah. Yes, it's the 23rd. And um, yeah, we back. As always, I'm your host, Devin, a.k.a. Devin No One Cares Across All Socials. Usually, you know, it's the week that we have um, Alvin on the podcast. You know, it's me and Alvin and then a special guest, me and Alvin, special guest. If you're familiar with how it goes, but uh, he was really busy today. I couldn't link up Monday to record because I was out of town last week. There was no podcast because I wanted to put the whole week aside for my family. So there was no podcast. We hung out in San Francisco, had a great time. Um, But I came back on the day that we usually record, tried to squeeze a recording session on uh, today. But he's busy. He's working. Then he has track practice with his kids. So he couldn't link up. He will be back very soon. But um, I brought the homie who was down the street who was willing to pull up. Chris, Hello. Chris Jones is here. Chris Jones is here. If you remember Wick Jones, who is who is who is? Yes, yes. If you remember the tag, if you hear my intro all the time, this is the man. You know who it is, and he's pulling up today. You know, special guest. We're not going to like you know dive in more into who you know who you are and da da da. But we're just gonna chop it up today. This is gonna be a real show, chill show. episode. Kick it. back, just hanging out, talking about uh things that's kind of going on, and um yeah. Uh, I was talking about my San Francisco trip. It's pretty cool. San Francisco is mad expensive. I would never move there. It's really interesting because um, it's just a really interesting environment. Where we were at, it was like South San Francisco. Uh, very high Asian population. Uh, it was just interesting to be... like You really don't see no black people until you really kind of go out your way to go to Oakland. Like That's <laughs> what was crazy to me. And I guess it's just interesting to be around... It's interesting to be around. Um, I have a cough bottle, a cough by the way, and a lot of stuff going on. What's going on? But it's messing up my voice. I'm coughing. I'm burping. I'm <laughs> sound like I got the BGs, all that stuff. But it was just interesting to be there because um, to be around a bunch, like a lot of an area that's predominantly one race, and then to be black within that, you still feel black, and you're reminded that you're black, but the that energy that you usually feel, you know, like in like in certain areas, like out maybe out here or in certain parts of Texas or whatever it is, you don't it doesn't feel as strong and blatant. Like you know you're black, but it's not as oh man, I described it perfectly earlier. It just doesn't feel that energy isn't the same. Like you know that they still look at you like you're black, but it's not as blatant. Right. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And then sense. like when we went to Chinatown, you can kind of feel it more. Like I you know, I used to always think that the uh the what do you call it? Don't be a menace to society. Yeah. When she's like doing flips, like, hurry up and buy, hurry up and buy. I thought that shit was a joke. Uh, but then I kind of went there, and me and my family were getting that treatment in certain stores. Uh-huh. So it's like you're kind of always constantly reminded, you know, of yeah. what like, who you are, yeah. what you what stand, no matter the race. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was fun. It was super cool. Uh, hope everybody's doing good, by the way. All positive vibes to everybody. Hope everybody's had a good past couple of weeks. We're going to get into a lot of cool shit. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I need to stop saying um because I'm using that as my word to get by like a like. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you recently just came back from California yourself. Uh, how you doing? What's going on? Tell me about it. How'd it go? It went great, man. I went out there for the seminar with uh, Mixed by Ali, uh, which is like Kendrick Lamar and uh, TDE's in-house engineer. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it was dope, man. It was, it was dope to be around everybody that 
that's like just like minds like you know it, it's super dope always to be around people who love what you love whether it be engineering producing i met a lot of dope contacts out there or just people who are connected elsewhere or just really dope at what they do so you know it, it was cool to connect and, and network got some free shit uh, headphones those headphones mm-hmm. are fire yeah there's more too like so there's a few things like if i wanted to go out there again i could have went this week mm-hmm. for uh what's called nam and it's basically Nam? like, yeah, it's this big music convention that they do. Like, they show all the new stuff to new plugins, new hardware, all the stuff, man. I, I wish I could be there, man. It would have been dope. It's in Anaheim, I believe. But Okay, okay. But yeah, Expensive man. to be always going out, too, when you just get back from spending that much Beer, money. Yeah. Man. The, the cool part is, like, I didn't even really spend much money to get out there. I used Southwest points. Bam. Southwest is clutch. Okay. Even though I still be like, I'd I, I be in a, in a situation sometimes where I'm trying to, like, figure out my budget so much. Uh, I'm so glad Spirit, I see Spirit's going to uh, Austin now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, Spirit's going to be the plug when I need to go to Austin for South oh, yeah. by because I'm just going to, you know what I'm saying? I don't Are need much. I just need my backpack. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. I'm going. I can't say much more after that because I have a whole special thing that I have planned uh, okay, for March, okay, so I can't, okay. I can't speak I on I'm it. Gonna go. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to try to get some other people, some artists from down here to go. Mm-hmm. That uh, would be dope. Tre- Trev Rich, shout out to him. He he had this little industry night thing that he yes, did. Yes, I read about that on Twitter. GBL so. Studio. Shout out to them too. Um, but basically, he did this whole thing over there where he got together a bunch of artists and stuff and producers all just to work and stuff and i'm i'm kind of having some ideas where it's like you know some of the material that we went, make there i think we should all go out there Put it out. and and find a way to perform a lot of that stuff or mm-hmm. you know maybe even do something on the spot you know whatever it may be but yeah. you know just do something different man cuz i've been out there for south by southwest once and it wasn't what i thought it was which it's is kind of a good thing when did the last time you went uh i want to say it was just this past year Really? See, I missed. La- I think last year was my first year in a minute of missing it. Oh yeah. So now it's like I used to. Me and my homies would go. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to CJ. We would go like consistently. That was our thing. You are Devin. And then no, he's playing. I was like, let me break down the story to you. But um, yeah, we used to go every year, and I missed it last year. So I told myself I'm gonna try to go because it's just a fun time, and it's it like is. a tradition. We don't really pay nothing. We just kind of pull up. Oh shit, we gotta so, link up. We oh, definitely yeah. can. We can definitely make that happen. I don't know where we're gonna stay. Yeah, Once I iron this shit out more. We can definitely link up. And because my homie actually wants to meet you. The one I tell you that you sound just like? No, I don't recall. No, you don't remember? Okay, well, there's, there's one dude I told you you look like that lives here. That's a different guy. There's another dude that raps, and I was telling you, y'all sound just like, I have to show you one day, but he, he wants to meet when you. When I talk or when I rap? When you talk. Damn. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have some clones out there, bro. That picture. I see. Somebody look like you. The homie sound like you. Yeah. They want to be me. There's some theories no, I need to get into. For real. But um, speaking of like music and things like that, I want to break down. Let's see, where do I want to start? Because a lot of a lot of music shit uh, just kind of popped off. But let's just talk about what, what this released. Um, James Blake dropped a project. Future dropped a project. Toro Imoy dropped two projects. He dropped a surprise project like two days ago. Oh damn! I haven't got to either of the Toro Imoy what? projects. Have what you? Is Tor- what is his? What? How do you say his name? I might be saying it wrong. I say Toro Imoy, but I've heard somebody say it totally different. I, I would say Tori Moi because that's what they say too. I, but I don't know. I don't, uh, either dude, way, real talk. The only reason why I remember that name or them is mm-hmm. because of uh, Tyler the Creator and them. Like way back in the day, they had a remix. Yeah, to yeah. They so. worked. They used to work. They worked on um, what's that? Cherry Bomb. They okay. Track on Cherry so Bomb it was too. actually before even Cherry Bomb came out. This For was real? like early. Uh, they uh, like Odd Future days. They did a remix to Odd Future. <laughs> Is Odd Future not a thing no more? Not really. They're all kind of grown. It's kind of like um, 
I don't know how to explain. It. They all kind of just growing and went their own ways. Interesting. But like, like I think it's respectfully though. I For sure. Like, yeah. You, know, you grow all up love. as an adult, like like real friends do. Um, I, I haven't heard it though. Have you heard his projects? Lately? No, I haven't. And that's where I was gonna say I don't. I don't really know what his sound is. I always thought it was a band, but sounds like it's one person. It's one person, but like his sound is kind of sounds like it's multifaceted. Okay. It's kind of described as alternative. I'll definitely have to listen. And I love alternative because music. Because Moy's or Moi, whatever his music is labeled as like alternative genre. Mm-hmm. But then when I hear this new, oh, let me not just get to the James Blake stuff. Uh, Future's album, uh, just dropped a project called album called Future Hendrix Presents the Wizard, which is another alter ego of his, I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and like I was kind of upset. Cause I was like, Nah, Kid Cudi is the original Wizard, Wizard. fam. I need you to fall back. But um, tried to listen to it, couldn't do it. Not into it. Um, I, I'm not a Future hater, cause I feel like Future makes good music at the bare minimum um his style doesn't always in like you know gravitate my interest or, or intrigue me like at his peak when it was ds2 when it was um i don't know if it was called wicked but it was that purple and black mixtape with metro Boomin that had the track wicked on it uh <clears throat> that gold album that white album i forgot what they were called no you idea. think it was like future hendrix oh, future, hendrix, future yeah. hendrix yeah, yeah future that's what hendrix, it was yeah those two albums were really dope and after that I kind of just like lost interest. Didn't those he just come out like last year? Uh, I don't Future know. Future Hendrix? I thought it did. Future, it might have been 2017. But. I think it was 2017 because it definitely... Mask Off stayed around for a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think those were like 2017. I looked it up in a second. But I just didn't really like it. It just didn't really do anything for me. It didn't feel special. It didn't feel different. Um, some people hear it and feel different because they're bigger fans of Future. Maybe because I'm not a hardcore future fan or i'm not in the future hive it didn't hit me the same is way is that really a thing future hive yeah it's definitely a thing it's definitely a thing did, did beyonce start that or her, her i don't know hive? did I they feel start like it that? was it was it was stands like people would stand stands, for somebody yeah. so i guess you can say it goes back to like the eminem days of yeah. like a stand is that and what stand, stand for? turns to hive yeah and yeah now people call you know like diehard fans of somebody whatever they kind of like give the name to so like dreamville would be like the dreamers or the OVO fans would be... Oh, what are the OVO fans? Oh, my God. I forgot what the OVO fans are. Damn, the they have a funny-ass name. No, it's something, <laughs> it's something super funny. I, I can't remember what it is. That's funny. But she liked that. that. And, um, but, yeah, I just didn't like... I didn't I didn't really like that album. I, I There was no standout songs for me. It just It didn't do anything for me. I'm not saying it's a bad album. It's definitely probably a, a good album. Maybe I have to revisit it later to see if it does anything different, but... It didn't really. What did you think about it? It didn't really hit me. What do you think? I mean, it, I didn't dislike it by all means, and there was a couple songs that I thought were were interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of you know if I don't hate it, then that means I like it. So it's like if I don't, if I can't say that I hate it, I'm I'm content. You know, right? I didn't love it. Like I wasn't like <laughs> oh my god, but I think for me, you know, Future's music is definitely it has its target audience. Oh, in for my sure. opinion. So I'm like yeah. you know it. It just never really hits me the same. Same, as I feel it. It may hit. Them. I feel like it may ha- for me. Future, I feel like makes music for the when you kind of are trying to get into the certain energy of like partying. To me, that's when it really yeah. hits me the most. Like when I'm lit and I'm out and that shit starts playing. For and sure. Like I'm yeah. not really listening for the words. I'm, I'm, like, I, I, you, I balance the, the beat. Two, yeah, yeah it's the it's energy. The beat yeah, and the energy. And did you ever listen to that uh, World on Drugs? Him and Juice World. 
No, I didn't. I think I did on accident. I think I liked it, but I'm not sure if that was even yeah. the same I song. I never listened to it. I'm like, I heard I, it was good, though. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I heard it was good. But aside from Future, the out of all those three, the Toy Moy, the Future, James Blake album uh, finally dropped Assume Form, two Metro Boomin features, or maybe even more than that, Andre Three Stacks verse, Travis Scott verse, uh, 12 songs, and this whole thing is 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 dumb nice. Yeah, I agree. I I I I vehemently enjoy this project. It was super good from beginning to end. I don't know how to describe to people James Blake's sound. It says his genre falls under electronic, and I don't even know if I could call it that. Like I don't know. Yeah, because it I has so many different aspects. It sounds hip hop. It sounds right, and electric, that's why I was wondering. Like I've heard some of his music before, but mm-hmm. I was not sure if all of his music sounded like that. And I that's where yep. I was like kind of confused. I'm like, I don't know if this is usually his vibe or if he just kind of branched out on this one, or how much it would change when a new project dropped. I right, wasn't right, like right. Ready, but I mean, overall, I was content with what he put together. That that shit was kind of dope, especially the the one, the track with Travis Scott Bro. and Andre. I'm like the one with Andre. I'm just like, okay, man. It's always dope to see Andre on tracks. How man. did it? How did you? How did it feel to you? Like, what did you think when you first heard it, and you heard the Metro production, and you heard Travis Scott on there? And because I feel like James Blake took Travis Scott to his world a little bit, but Travis Scott has something to offer in that mm-hmm, realm yeah. of his music for sure. And I think I would agree. And it was it was interesting for me to uh, to hear it because I was curious as to what the rest of the album would sound like. Same. So same. I'm just like, you know, is it all gonna be like this? I'm I'm curious. But then it wasn't, but I was still okay with that. And that's why I tried to not look at the playlist. I, was, I mean, not the playlist, but the track list, because mm-hmm. I had heard that the features were crazy on this album. Yeah. A lot of shit. And I was kind of like, because mm, sometimes I don't want to have these expectations going into things, but sometimes it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, when I hear the album, I'm just going to press play, and I'm not going to look at the uh, like who's on the tracks. For but sure, yeah. When I heard that song, I had to look at like, I was like, "What mm-hmm. song is fucking <laughs> this?" Like, damn. Yeah. Because the way it comes in is just so crazy and eerie, and it fits that trap. Like, it's just it's a perfect mix in Metro production with James Blake's genius. Is like all the aspects from the piano to like the chords. Yeah. Like, all just it's, for me, it's like it's definitely mood music. Yes. It's definitely mood music. Definitely mood music. And how did you feel when you heard the Andre Three Stacks verse? I mean, or just him and Andre Three Stacks in general. It's, it's crazy that some. I think Andre's approach to music in general is so crazy. Like, he just does shit that I feel like is weird, but it still comes out dope. Yes, I agree. So I agree. It, it was interesting to listen to because I think about. Um, I mean, his approach, like you said, his approach is so unique. I think we <clears throat> we've seen. When I think of people who are even close to Pharrell, I think of now I'm thinking of Tyler. He's close to that kind of, you know, production, rap, different style, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. It's crazy to I watch his production grow. Yes, and he's very serious, very passionate about it. Yeah, I, um, I remember. What was the first album? Goblin? Goblin, yeah. Yeah, I remember that album vividly, and I was like. Because once he started going to Cherry Bomb and all that stuff, he, I feel like his whole <laughs> mindset towards how he approached music was so different. But hearing. I don't. I cannot think of anybody. Um, when you think about the greats who are cl- who is even close to Andre three thousand, in the way that he approaches his music, his artistry, the way he even raps, like the way he even approaches the the, the bars and right. the, the, the the style and the yeah, versatility. I, I can't think of anybody who is even close 
to that. Anybody as far you said anybody as far as the greats or anybody in general? I mean, as far as in general, that's close to hundred thousand. To me, I can't I yeah. can't pick on. Do you know who would you say? I mean, sounds like him? honestly, and maybe I'm biased, but Kendrick. <laughs> and see, I was thinking that too. I think Kendrick at times picks up that same. Yeah, Kendrick would be the closest. I would but say. even within that, they're still quite different. I, like, I, agree. I feel like Kendrick's inspired by Andre. I definitely agree. But I feel like there's nobody who really sounds like, like super close to Andre. Like Tyler to me sound is starting to sound close to, to Pharrell. Pharrell. You know what I mean? And 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 not in a way that he's copying, but like that inspiration is getting thick. And now right. he's fighting his, himself and I'm starting to hear the two kind of make sense. For sure. And with Andre, I, I hear rappers these days and Kendrick, of course, but Kendrick don't drop nothing super consistent. Right. So like nowadays I hear Andre, I'm like, damn, nobody's still you know I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's touching this guy. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, bro. And um, it was just crazy that 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 verse was, was the way he chops it up. Yeah, like, that was the, the, that the, was every, a really every, took me everything. off at first. I'm like, at first I had to look. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, this sound like Andre. <laughs> it is. It's crazy, bro. It is Andre. I mean, yeah. I that was. I'm interested to see if that's one of the only Andre features that we hear this year. This year, because Travis's album, that shit hurts. Travis albums last year, uh, Drake's. Uh, no, not Drake. Travis albums last year. Frank Ocean's not, not. I don't think he's gonna fucking drop an album this year. I know. Um, I don't I still know if Divine Council is gonna the verse. Is that what it's called? Endless Love. In the oh, which one? By which by? By Frank. Is it a track? No, it's an album. Album. It was the album. He, oh, Endless. 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 It's called Endless. Endless. Yeah. Endless. Just yeah. Endless. I want to listen to that album again. I think I like that album more than I like Blonde when it came out. I I do too now, and it's really. Oh my God, what's going on? It's really <laughs> weird. But um, I can listen to that a little bit easier now. But maybe it's because I burnt myself out on Blonde. Yeah. But maybe if I come back to Blonde, because I heard um, I was playing, uh, Channel Orange two days ago at work, and was like, oh, I was Pyramid. taking it back, and I hadn't heard it in a long time. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's why Pyramid feels so good. Mm-hmm. That's why Steve <laughs> Jones feels so. You know what I mean? So I feel like I burnt myself out on Blonde really heavy. But Endless always kind of, this a bar. Endless feels yeah. timeless. I, feel I don't know if that's a bar, but, <laughs> but it should be. Damn it. it should be. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't take that. I'm gonna use that one day in the future. But um, yeah, I think that was really dope. And speaking of new music, before we kind of get into some actual music, J Cole. You know, it's funny that we record this on Wednesday because literally a couple of hours ago, it's about 8:55 right now on a Wednesday. J Cole dropped a track, which I'm thinking I don't know if it's a single. Um, it seems like it may come off. The uh, upcoming project that's kind of had a lot of, you know, hype about it. Uh, Return, was Revenge it Return? of the Dreamers. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. And, um, man, can you pull it? I'm going to pull it up for you quick. I need to know who's on that production. I do not want to. T minus. T minus. It's T minus. It's J. Cole, T minus on production. And you, you go in on it first. What do you think? What do you think about the song from just hearing it? We just we played it three times back to back. I think it's dope. Think? I mean, I'm I rock with it. Uh, it like you had mentioned when we were listening to it. It has, it's it's just interesting to hear him playing with those flows and stuff. Yes. And you know, he's definitely one of those people who can kind of pick up anything. You know, him and I feel like him and Kendrick are really like neck and neck with yep. this. And people don't give J Cole enough credit. No, and he's I feel like he now he's gonna. I feel like with with these tracks and especially with this song, mm-hmm. he's kind of like you don't have to, like, you don't have to like me. You know what right. I mean? You don't have to, you know, hold me to this high praise, but she you're going to respect the the passion and and the fucking work that I put into this craft. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and, sure. I mean, because he, ha- I mean, he has so many accolades. It's hard to even like spit on his name. Like people used to. Oh yeah. The thing that people used to say was J Cole was boring, and I used to hey, get it because like, like I used to think tripping. to myself, you know, growing up, 
I was Jay Z over Nas. Nas to me was kind of boring. Other than a couple of tracks, but Nas to me was kind of boring. Jay Z's story to me just kind of stood out more, hit harder, whatever. So when I heard that Cole's biggest influence was Nas, and I was like, oh, people are saying that J. Cole sounds boring, it made sense to me. Right, I wasn't. I, J. Cole came onto my music. I came on J. Cole. It took a little bit. Like, I wasn't fully, like, sold on it. But after a while, I was like, okay, boom, this shit's hidden. And I've been I've been a bigger and bigger, bigger fan ever since. But this song, this track is crazy because um, I think of how J. Cole would sound on different people's production. Now, it's a big question because J. Cole always comes up on his own production. Mm-hmm. And now it sounds like he's hopping on somebody else's production, which is fucking big i actually wanted to touch on that again yeah yeah t minus do you know like who he is i don't uh, to to be honest to keep keep it 100 with you i know that he's a fire-ass producer i know he has a lot of legendary tracks um and from what i believe he came out of retirement for this is this true uh not for this necessarily but he's been out of retirement for a little bit oh yeah so this is the producer who he came he kind of came up with uh drake and lil wayne uh, oh, Drake, yeah. okay. So I actually had to look it up just to like get everything right, but I'm like, I had to look I totally at all the tracks he did. I'm on one. Moment for life. She will make me <laughs> proud. The motto. Swimming pools by Kendrick. Like he has tracks on Hit. tracks on Classic, tracks. Really. Yeah, and Shit yeah, that you play now and, it, it, it and would still go goes. Yeah. yeah. So. This is yeah. This producer, he eventually, if I get the story right, and I hate talking about stuff I'm not 100 percent sure about, but I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, I got my facts somewhat straight, right? But I got enough facts to at least support that when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. Period. So I think he like had. So he was producing really heavy. Of course, he had all these hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think for some reason, religion, religion reason, he just kind of like dipped out. Dipped he was out. like, I'm done. I feel and then, that. yeah, so just recently in the last like couple years, I want to say maybe a year really, mm-hmm. uh, he's been getting back into the game. And I mean, it doesn't sound like he missed a step with this one, bro. Man, and that's, that's what happens, man, step. when you're that dope. You just Damn. come back in. Just, yeah. So I'm curious as to if he was like still working on music as he was still in quote unquote retirement. Like, you have to. Be I feel like that passion's always there. But I feel like maybe he did take a real break and then uh-huh. it was just eating like it was. Kind yeah, of like at that time, it. you control your passion. You know what I mean? Like, for yep. you, you being a producer yourself, right. you know, you can probably only be away from this shit for so long until yeah. you have to come back. That's true. You know what I mean? Because it's your therapy, in a sense. Yeah, So I can true. imagine for somebody, stab- like, with accolades and that <laughs> well-established, how he feels Hitting stepping away to... Still yeah. every quarter. So that was crazy. I mean, but what did you think about uh, about the track? What did, you, what did you think about it when you heard it? What do you think about it now? I thought what it was, was super first dope. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan... Um, I wouldn't say I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I love it. This is the best track ever. But I think it was it's definitely a uh, a solid track to where it's something I'm I'm definitely gonna bump a yep. few times, you know, and and get the the actual verdict of if this is gonna be a, a, a for for a while track or you think it's, it's gonna do you think this is a solid like does this song make you hype to hear Revenge of the Dreamers three? Yeah, I'm curious as to if it's even gonna be on there. I haven't listened. Same. I don't think. I don't think anything is released from that other than maybe small videos, but even the videos I feel like don't have any sound to show what's playing. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, you don't <laughs> want to give up all after you invite hundreds Fucking of 20, artists 30. and producers and Giannis was up there, bro. Like man. the Bucks was up there. I looked at all the producers that were up there. Yeah, Trev was up there. So Trev Rich was up there. Yes, once always. Again. Tra- I need to get Trev Rich on this podcast. I really want. I really want to. Oh, yeah. I, I will. I will admit. I'll keep it. A, I'll keep it a buck. I was kind of nervous to even invite him up here because. Some people like I mean I'm new up here, 
But when I came up here, he was one of the first artists I kind of came up on too because he's just so, you know, established out here. Right. And or, and well known, especially. And it kind of, you know, before I knew him, he had the Young Money deal. And I was like, damn, somebody. Cash money. No cash money, money. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, somebody that's doing that well in my eyes probably doesn't want to like fuck with a podcast like me. And that's me probably belittling myself. And, and you know, but. Think about it now and kind of seeing them and seeing like the real success he's got had and hearing people who work with him, I mean, you, Simone, and um, just hearing that he's just a real ass dude, like humble, yeah. just yeah, he super is. talented at what he does. Takes a lot of hate for no fucking reason. Yeah, I was like, I would love to get him up here because he, I feel like he definitely has a story that could inspire some upcoming sure. musicians and creators of color. Yeah, so he was up there though at the Re- Revenge of the Dreamer sessions and uh, he had posted something about it on Facebook and the first thing I, I replied back was, bruh, make sure you work with Illmind, Cardiac, <laughs> and I can't remember who was the third one, um, <coughs> Trox. Mm. Trox. I don't know if he ever worked with Trox, but Trox mm. is hard. Like, he, he's super dope. But Illmind and Cartier, those are like two of my biggest influences. Yeah, I remember Illmind for sure. Wise. Yeah. So I, I thought it was, and he, he his reply was, I already worked with him yesterday. I'm like, damn. It's fucking lit. Yeah. I I'm, can't wait yeah. to hear what comes out of these these sessions. Trevor, I need you on this podcast. We got <laughs> to dive into it. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super happy. The track was dope to me. I had to listen to it a couple of times before I kind of could, could sit with it. And I probably had to listen to it later. Hook was real catchy. It was like the first thing I kind of noticed. Um, I'm getting used to hearing J. Cole have a different type of flow and use other kind of flows. She's experimenting. Um, and I, I'm not hating on it because it's starting to feel like he's, by him doing this, he's starting to uh, validate just how talented and versatile and experimental he can be and how he can make that shit sound great. The same way we always talk about Drake biting Soldier Boy and XXX and all those kind of flows. Yeah. J. Cole's not biting them, but he's just kind of taking that shit and putting his own spin on it and Dude, still, yeah. you know, being Cole. Yeah. And yeah, the track was dope. The, the, the production was fine. Yeah, I like it. I think he's coming. I think now he's just kind of coming for. All the accolades and stuff that people have. Oh, he's coming been to clean trying. up his name. Yeah, he's like, my name still has some fucking dirt yeah, on like, it. Like, let's not play. My let's... team, his team is, his team is a very close. Yeah. Second to TDE. Yeah, and that's funny and, you say that because yeah. did you ever see that tweet? I think it was uh, Jid. Jid, he was commenting on like. TDE and just their whole camp and stuff, and and then that's because he said Jid said that he, him and reason he wants him and reason to do what Kendrick and Cole didn't, and I was like, damn, because they're fucked. Like they could easily like they they Jid could be the next Jid if somebody whose flow reminds me of uh, Andre. Not think about it, Interesting. because his approach though it's is Wayneish, mm-hmm. it's 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 I don't know. There's bars and bars that don't really like always. They're not just punchlines and uh, I talk about this shit all day. But the Cole album was dope. Yeah. Uh, Cole's track was dope. T minus fire. Glad you put me on more T minus who he is because that just makes it even just crazier. But it was just super dope. But let me actually get into some music before we kind of get into some more stuff. Uh, we're about to play. I was on SoundCloud the other day and um, just chilling, looking for music. And this time I was kind of like, you know, came across an artist named Jacob. Rochester, uh, Rochester, Rochester. Yeah, I think I got it right. Jacob Rochester. And his flips were enough to make me say I'm going to basically play him throughout the entire fucking podcast. Sorry for my language. I'm cursing a little bit more. But I'm going to play I'm going to play a lot of his joints throughout the podcast. The last two tracks you're actually going to hear toward the end are not from him. 
but everything else is. So let me get into it. The first track you're going to hear is, like I said, by Jacob Rochester. A song called Flip, uh, To Flip of Joy Postel's Water. And the following track after that is a flip he did on Hood Toyota. So let me get into it. This is a vibe. This is this is this is that I don't know. It's just good music that you can play anytime. This is that weekend morning cleanup music. This is just that chill vibe. He he is extremely talented. Shout out to that man. Um, but let's get into this music. I used to believe money didn't grow on trees until I started seeing men hang from them.
Man, yo, it's crazy. Got some shit for sure. Jacob Rochester has it all. That was Jacob Rochester's Hood Toyota Flip. And before that was the flip of Joy Pas- uh, Postel's Water. And I'm getting into more of his music, so don't don't think that's it. I got a whole nother clip of, of music from him before we get into something else. Um, But yeah, I want to get into, you know, thinking about when I was gone. It's been about a week and a half. Uh... I didn't want to talk about Soldier Boy because I feel like that was you. talked about by most publications. Didn't want to talk about the updates of R. Kelly's situation because I feel like we already touched on that and that was good enough. Um, but one thing that I saw that I'm, I want to talk about some like things that are happening uh, in our community. There are stories that kind of I feel like haven't been touched on fully yet or really brought to the attention or that I just feel y'all should know about uh, to keep it a buck. So you remember a story <clears throat> in uh, December around December 20th, I think the match was December 20th, it was a New Jersey high school wrestler whose name was Andrew Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, Andrew Johnson. And uh, if you remember the viral video, basically he was degraded by this racist ass. I mean, let me, let me, let me, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm being a professional. I, I can't speak from like a, <laughs> like a, I can't speak from emotion. Um, he was basically told by a referee before a match, like a, like a big match for his team, that he had to cut his hair. Um, or forfeit the match. And, you know, him, it looks like he's kind of at a predominantly white school. Um, and then, you know, I mean, he did it. He let them cut his hair. They cut his hair off, his dreads off, right in front of everybody in the match. They started chopping them off. And you could tell he was, you know, upset, de- about upset it, yeah. defeated, you know, disappointed, angry. There's so many, you know, negative emotions that were going through um, his, his, his head and, even when he went out there and won that match, he's just like, you know, bump all this. It's not worth it. Like, why they make me look like a disgrace? Became a big, big story. And um, there's also a report that the ref, uh, the referee, I think his name, last name was Maloney, had uh, previously been accused of using the N-word at social gatherings of officials in, like, 2016. So that is that on that. So, you know, I, it, it would make sense why he would do something so culturally insensitive and, and, and 
I mean, I guess I'll say racist. I mean, that's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. To that, to that young boy. Um, and after hearing that story, you know, most stories, unfortunately, when these things happen, they come and go, and we kind of write them down just to remember that that kind of event happened, and we moved on to the next thing. But uh, an update kind of came up and surfaced that, you know, as he thought things would kind of die down, you know, Young Johnson is still getting scrutiny. He's still getting picked on. He's still getting what seems to me like mistreated. His lawyer stepping in, trying to figure out, you know, get bring some kind of justice to 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 his to the whole thing that's going on and why he was getting mistreated. Uh, apparently, other matches that he's been having since that incident, he's still been getting problems about his hair. He's still been getting told to to cover up his hair, to uh, meet certain restrictions, or to have to like forfeit the the match and all these kind of things. And when you read the what what was it? I think when you read like what the actual rules are, he shouldn't have to do any of it. Right. But for some reason, they keep giving this particular boy the like drama and just this why like they keep scrutinizing him for for the whole thing, and he's like getting picked on. His lawyer stepping in trying to find him justice. I think the uh, the director of sports sanctions. That's a long title, man. <laughs> I'm Basically, the director of the whole. Uh, high school wrestling thing. Um, he, the governing kind of, he comes up with the rules. Basically, this man comes up with the rules for the uh, high school associations uh, with wrestling, and he was long story short, basically saying, you know, oh, our rule is not, you know, a length rule. Or it's, or it's not a style rule. It's like a length rule, you know. So it's about how long the length is. And he was sending pictures of which also is odd to me of like black men with similar hairstyles because it kind of just tells me that you. Are predominantly seeing this hair. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was actually somebody else who sent that picture. Okay. And then Elliot Hopkins jumped in and said, "It's it, regardless of style and its mm-hmm. natural state. If the hair does not go past a certain length, and they don't have to do anything with it, like it's right, it's okay. not it's not a problem. I could be wrong, but that's that's I what I was right. getting from I that. I think you're right. And um, from what it looks like, from his with his haircut, it seems he meets the, the requirement. The requirement. Yeah. So his lawyer. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say his lawyer's name. Sam. Spazelli. It looks like Spaziali. He has to be Italian, fam. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's trying to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, why do you keep chastising this boy when he meets the requirements? Why can he sometimes fight and sometimes can't? And why does he have to forfeit matches? Why is there this confusion? And, and no. this shit is unfair, bro. This shit is unfair. This is a young man who's basically about to... He's being traumatized, man. Like, that whole incident... Is crazy within itself to understand, and now he's still getting that turmoil. He's still getting that friction. He's still getting that unfair treatment from from officials who just refuse. Like it's nasty, bro. It's what do you think? What do you, what do you think about the whole the whole the whole kind of thing? I think it's definitely unfair. I'm like, is I'm I'm the type of person that I don't like even really talking on things until I have like all the facts and yeah for you sure. know but you know if this official has been caught at social gatherings saying the n word and stuff I'm like it's you know it it's kind of already written what what's going on here he's just picking on somebody that he obviously does not care for yes based off specific race or whatever yep. it may be so I'm like I, I would love to hear all the facts but at the end of the day. You know, you got to call spade a spade, spade. Yep. and just say, you know, do what you're doing according to what happened two years ago, now three years ago, whatever. But uh, 
and what's happening now, you know, there's there's a correlation there. So oh, hundred percent. So like, and I mean, it's why does this kid's hair have to get in the way of the talent that he has and love it and passion he has right. for the sport compared to these other kids? Right. Like that doesn't make sense to me that he keeps being, you know, the the, the like the black sheep for all this shit that's going on. Right. There's clearly a civil rights issue going on that needs to be peace. It needs to be a like yeah. touch. It's just high that's school students. A lot of things. For yeah. Real. I mean, think about his parents. I mean, yeah. It's a lot. I'm pr- I'm I'm keeping man in my prayers, keeping his family in my prayers. I'm Indeed. hoping that that whole situation gets some kind of justice. But in a brighter note, and I will say off. Well, I, in a brighter note, on uh, Martin Luther King Day, Kamala, Kam- Kamala, 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 Kamala. I'm gonna say Kamala. I'm assuming Kamala, Kamala Harris uh, decided that she she's a California senator. For those who don't know, she's a California senator. Um, I'm getting more information on her and and doing my my my. You know, do due research. Diligence. Yeah, due diligence and the research to know who she is, to find out more about her, what she stands, what she offers, things like that. But she is running for president in 2020. I think she's like the first black female to run for president, which is still crazy to me that in 2019, going on 2020, we're still saying first black anything. But it was dope that she announced it on Martin Luther King Day. Her her ad was, you know, uh, her, her, not ad, but her, um, campaign video was launched in tribute of Shirley Chisholm, um, the first black person. Uh, she was actually the first black well, person She's the first woman to run for president ever. Oh, she... Shirley was, Shirley, yeah. okay. Okay, Let yeah. me backtrack. Yes. But yeah, I mean... I read it wrong. I, read, I knew I was kind of reading it wrong, but yes. So, sh- yeah, the way she did it was just like perfect. The way it was all set up, um, following in a, a, a great leaders footsteps uh and, and that inspiration but uh i'm i'm excited to see I've, I've seen her around i've seen uh clips of her she's very very vocal about um all issues especially black issues she's not afraid to speak her mind she's very blunt she's very real authentic and i can appreciate that more than anything because in this day and age with the way that people of all colors, especially of black of, of black color, especially black people are getting treated. <laughs> um, I think we need that that unfiltered voice more than ever. Sure. So yeah. it'll be really interesting to see where her campaign goes from here in the next year. Um, I feel like I'm down to support right now. I don't know who else is running. I will do my uh, like I said, do my due due, due diligence in research as we all should. Just because somebody looks cool and everybody's riding for him. We still, right as option. as yeah. human beings, in everything we do in life, we should do our own research to kind of develop our own opinion Very. and know facts on why we like or dislike something. Um, but I'm, I, it made me excited because, I mean, when you think about all the doom and darkness that Trump continues to reign over this world with the government shutdown and all these kind of things, it's kind of bright to see that maybe there is a spark of change coming. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you think? I agree. I mean, I wish I would have read up on uh, Kamala more, or have heard more about her. But uh, you know, from what you've been telling me, she sounds pretty great. So, uh, you know, I, like you said, I'm I'm gonna do my due diligence on her and mm-hmm. and see what it's what it's looking like. Yeah. So I'm 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 interested to see where that goes. I might still vote for Kanye though. Fam. 2020. <laughs> if you, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do I'm that. Don't do that. Man is on bullet in the studio. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, I'm right for it. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited. That was like some. I wanted to kind of space those two topics out and like 
bad news and some good news. So like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. On, like what's going on in the world, but there's some hope that we may have for the future. Um, but let me get, I told y'all this whole episode, most of this episode, other than the next two songs, you get into vibes. I'm filling it up on Jacob Rochester. Vibes. So I'm about to play a flip. Uh, I know I usually play like two songs, but this time the man did an eight to nine minute flip that I, I couldn't deny. And I told you, I'm going to bring out some just chill vibes to this flow and relax too. Can I read this? Uh, yeah, quote? Well, no, it's actually just something that somebody just posted on Facebook. What you got? This proves that J. Cole would be the greatest if he had production like this all the time. Fam. How do you feel about that comment? Uh, I hate to backtrack, but. No, 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 I'm cool with it. I. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's too soon to be saying that shit. Yeah. Like, I think it's just real soon because the track just <laughs> dropped hours it's ago. One song. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's true. When you think about all the may- all the mayhem that J. Cole released on features that were most mainly beats that weren't his, and people were like, oh my God, he went so hard last year. Right. Man, That's all his facts. features this past year. Crazy. 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 The Royce feature. Man. Uh, who I else? Uh, 21, 21 feature. 21 feature. That was crazy. He had um, features. I can't even think of them all. Right. That's crazy. But yeah. He's yeah, he killed it. He he's coming for everything. Yeah, and he's he's he has a point to prove with the one with JID off G. Uh, yeah, he has a tribe with Boss. Yeah, 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 man, he killed all of them. So I, I think I think that statement I I, I agree with it. I believe it. Yeah. I would hop off the D just a little bit just to kind of <laughs> give him chance to. I mean, because this is one this is like one song that we've heard right. with him on somebody else's production. That's a whole song, right? In, in a while, if ever. So I'm nah, interested to see how it sounds. Yeah. Others. So I'm interested to see how it sounds way later down the road or like after this project. <clears throat> so makes sense. I'm trying to see what else he was on. There's a mean, lot. KOD was super dope. KOD so. was dope, but feature wise, yeah, I can't. There, I can't even think about it right now. Yeah. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, boss and boss tribe. Tribe. Yep. That's on way hard. Yep. He was in a lot, bro. He was in a lot. I don't even know if I can pull. Up all his features, but um, yeah, I don't, know if I, have, I, don't have to pull, I don't know how to use my phone to pull up all that stuff. <laughs> but let me get into this music. This is gonna be Jacob Rochester. This is a flip, or not, not even a flip. This is just a, a fire ass mix. Eight minutes of just straight fire. So vibe out, enjoy. Uh, we will uh, let it play. This is holding out. Let's go. Walk it like I'm talking. Walk, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it like I'm talking. You walk it like I'm talking. Walk, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it like I'm talking. Walk it like I'm talking. Walk, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it like I'm talking. You walk it like I'm talking. Walk, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it, walk it like I'm talking. Walk it like I'm talking. I gotta stay in my zone. Say that we've been beefing, dog, but you on your own. First night, she gon' let me fuck cause we grown. I hit her, gave her back to the city, she home. That was bad, so I can't be beefing with no wag, nigga. Got no bad, no. Heard you living in a mansion and all your raps, though. But your shit look like the trap on his Google Maps, though. Yeah. We've been brothers since Versace Bando. Whoa. Name ringing like Amigo Trap Phone. Whoa. Used to 
be with Vashti and Santos. That's on Tommy Campos. We live like Sopranos. And I walk it like I talk it. Walk, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Ooh, walk it like I talk it. You yeah. walk it like I talk it. Walk, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Ooh, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Walk, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Ooh, walk it like I talk it. You yeah. walk it like I talk it. Walk, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Ooh, walk it like I talk it. Talk it, talk it. Cause once before 
name is Jacob Rochester. That was the holding out. Uh, it says V2 volume two, but that was just the holding out mix. Just that man is dumb talented. Just the vibes of everything he brings to the table. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but just super talented, super dope. I've never played three or four songs from an artist on a podcast, but that's just how good the music is to me. And yeah, crazy. So shout out Jacob Rochester. That was holding out. Uh, let's get into some couple more time. I want to touch on a couple more things before we kind of get ready to, you know, wrap things up. I had to talk about this. Um, Chris Brown, as you all know, Chris Brown recently had a uh, rape allegations uh, a day or two ago, maybe yeah, even yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that was day two. Because uh, it all happened so fast. Really like fast. it was like rape allegations, <laughs> and it was like uh, <laughs> he's released, falsely <laughs> accused, he's suing, and it just happened so fast. So basically, uh, long story short. TMZ dropped the report that Chris Brown um, was being held in contempt in Paris along with two other members from his entourage um, for rape allegations. This lady said that Chris Brown, uh, she was like backstage with Chris Brown near his green room and that he appro- that he approached her and grabbed her arm and took her into like a room and uh, like violently uh, sexually assaulted her for 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and yeah... And, oh, man, okay, because there's so much I want to touch on on this. So I'm trying to just remember to stick to the st- telling the story first. Um, basically, and his, his um, I guess people from his entourage or from his crew that were around him at that time were like, that's not true. He was in the green room with his girlfriend and, uh, and you know, 20 of all of us just chilling in there playing music off his phone. Uh, he never even made contact with her like that or at all. Um, and so he was holding the contempt or I guess a couple hours or maybe a day or two. And then um, later he was released and cleared of all charges because the lady said that that wasn't him, that he wasn't involved. And now Chris Brown is suing for uh, defamation of character, I believe. Um, And rightfully so. But um, let me, oh man, okay. This topic alone I can touch touch on forever. But um, what did you think first when you saw the allegations? Well, I'm like, I saw well because I before I even heard about and the keep story, it a buck. I know I'm, I'm I was real nervous. <laughs> I texted you. And I was like, should we talk about this? That's because he wasn't even guilty yet, right? Like, I mean, I can tell you, I I, I kind of thought, I can tell you what I thought in a little bit, but I was like, yeah. should we touch on that? And you were like, fuck it, why not? And I I agreed, I agreed. Right. So yeah, go for ahead. me, I'm like, I so I saw posts about the story before I even heard about the story, like on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. People talking about. It. I had to look it up and see like. What the hell is going on? Whenever I see somebody's name too much in any social media, I just type their name into Google to see what's going on. And that on. shit just comes up Scary automatically. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown. This, 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 that, that, that. Which is dangerous because there's so many like fake and like unresponsible right. outlets that right. you never know what you're exactly. Get, but for sure, keep going. So yeah, so when I saw that, you know, I was just like, damn, that's crazy. I'm like, you know, I've. Again, I'm just a big fan of facts, so I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna wait till shit actually, you know. Comes out this comes out from a legit so source. I can see like where I stand with the situation. You know, I never really had an opinion on. Oh yeah, he did it or hold oh, no, he did it. He wouldn't do that. I'm mm-hmm. just like this shit is crazy. I really wonder what the facts are. So I was more so waiting while doing that. You know, I was seeing a bunch of people being like, oh, you know, stop uh, making it. You you got you guys are basically allowing the the perpetrators to get away with this by saying that they would never do it or giving making a oh, bunch man, of excuses yeah. for them. Blah blah blah. And then I'm like, it. I kind of agree. I'm like, at some point, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, 
stop making excuses for these people. But at the same time, you guys don't even have any facts, facts. to back. Yep. But so one of my homies, Davey, shout out to him. Uh, say Dave East? Davey. Oh, they say Davey, Davey Boy East. Remix. Like, Damn, Dave East? Like, yeah. That's like, like weird flex, but okay, that type nah, shit. I'm yeah, like, Damn. Yeah, he's a dope individual down here. Got mad at What's his bro. name again? Davey. Davey Boy Davey. Remix. Davey Boy. Yeah, he's a producer. He's a fellow podcaster. He's he does a lot, man. He's, okay, he's super dope. But uh, so basically, he had made this post and was talking about like I wish I, I should probably just pull it up so I can actually let me do that. Okay, why why you pull it up? Yeah, let's I, hear. I'll, it. I'll talk about what I thought. Um, when I saw it, I, I I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I know Chris Brown has messed up in the past. I know his past is is very dirty. It's not something to uh to be proud of when it comes to things aside from the accolades and his musical genius um do i think he's learned from that for sure do i think it took him a long time and a lot more mistakes to learn from that yes and that's how life works i get it um chris brown to me was also young enough to where i felt like he would grow and change so when i heard the story um i don't know why it was just the vibe because i had heard that story break then I had heard, I don't, know, I don't know all the facts on this, but I know that I'm partially right, so you can kind of do some more research to just understand what I'm saying here. Uh, signed some kind of new record label where he's like the first like the, the first artist, or one of the youngest artists to own his like recordings and masters with this Who's new... This? Chris Brown. Really? Yeah. So it was interesting to see that happen, like with his record label where he kind of owns all his masters and, and, and music. And, and he's a part, so he's a he's a part of a new record label? I don't remember. That's what I said. Okay, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I remember seeing that before. That's legit. interesting. Like, I mean, I know it sounds weird, but Ebro posted it, and Ebro's usually pretty factual with his shit. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know. For sure, yeah. And I saw a couple other places. I was like, okay, cool. And then, um, so to see those two things talked about at the same time was off-putting to me. Yeah. And I started to feel like I really, if Chris Brown did this shit, I wouldn't put it past him because some people just don't learn. Some people, I you know, are running on people. It's just, right, I, right, right. I get it. I get it. You know For sure. I mean? Yeah. Um, especially in this day and age. Uh, but then I was like, man, you know, it happens in Paris. I'm like, mm, this feels like it could be eerie, eerily similar to the Freddie Gibbs situation. Ah. Uh. Yeah. And you remember that. Yes. Uh, That's just Being crazy. falsely accused and put in jail in an entirely How, different country. And for, he was in there for oh, months? Months. Being crazy. Treated like, being crazy. treated like he was black in a whole different country like shit because a woman allegedly claimed that she had a dream about him. Man, y'all got to read up on that story. Y'all gotta I never even got the full story. story on it. I just knew he was in jail for months. But That's she story had a read dream up. about That's, What in the fuck? Yes. What? Wild, bro. What? Wild, bro. <laughs> and so and, and so in my mind for some reason I was like I I was like, you know, some people hate Chris Brown, some people love him. Right. Um I'm somebody who just understands that he's a human being. I've met Period. Chris Brown one time before, before all the Rihanna stuff, and just seemed like a like a, like a chill, cool dude. Um and I I I, I don't know. Yeah. I just would feel like as much stuff as he went through and having a child, having a little girl, uh, all the things that he's been through, all the hate that he's faced, all the scrutiny, what he pushes through with talent. I would think maybe my faith could be held that, uh, you know, no matter how light-skinned he is, that a black man <laughs> will learn from his mistakes and understand how this world treats you and, and, and will look at you yeah, and sure. how to yeah. grow from that. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like... <sighs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just didn't seem right to me. Yeah, for and sure. And then to see all the things play out, and to see that 
it wasn't even him. He wasn't even involved. Like how his name even got caught up in it. Right. And if it happened, and I, I don't know if it actually happened or not, if this was a lie, or I don't know what's going on, but well, I think what, what I took from it, uh, and, and prayers out to Chris Brown too, because that's a lot to deal with Period. when you're trying to get on, on, on your back on path to keep your talent and you're having all this, like things start to look up for you. You have a girlfriend, your daughter's getting bigger, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, People like are so quick to throw people under the bus, man. Yeah. Like talking about facts. Like to people, like, oh, he's a woman beater. He'll never learn. Oh, I would never put this past him. He's such a dirtbag. Chris Brown did that. When are right. y'all gonna cancel him? And it's like, fam. Like, what do y'all? It's like, where, and it was you? a lot of black people. That's what caught me off guard. Oh yeah. And I've talked about this in the last episode. You know, we're so quick to write each other off. I understand yeah. there's creeps out there like R. Kelly. There are ignorant people out there like. Kanye West, who I would hope learn one day, but they're still black. And granted, when you do a certain amount of damage to the community, you are exiled, mm-hmm. as you should be. Uh, and that's where the criminal system should do what it does, and you should go where you go or whatever. Right. But like people hang here, and I don't know if it's because it was Rihanna, or yeah. if it was because he was like the first one on that. I feel like that, as an R&B artist... He was one of the, the 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 biggest incidents and things that that happened yeah, to definitely and, yeah. and like nobody everybody compares whatever happens to like that shit and people always frown him for it right. years and years and years later I don't know if Rihanna's ever forgiven him but I feel like she has and it's yeah. like damn people still won't let that go right um, but people will che- uh, cheer and, and champion R Kelly different story but. I, it was just crazy how people would just hate on somebody so fast without knowing the facts but then at the same time. That caught me off guard. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I was like, uh, Does that mean we're going for too long? <laughs> no, no, no. But then at the same time, I'm sure I edit that out. Then at the same time, um, damn, made me lose my track of thought. At the same time, people were like, "Oh, Chris Brown is like such a ladies' man and been pulling hoes forever. He got so many like, hoes he at his disposal. He don't need to rape nobody." And as a man. Yeah, that makes sense. It like, makes sense. I yeah. get you. I right. feel what you're trying to say. But it's like still. But then it's like you have to understand the era that we're in. You have to understand what you're saying. You have to understand that by saying that you're discrediting what this woman might have actually been through. For sure. And yeah. And you're not even like it's crazy. Her a chance just to play to, her case. like what you just said. Just in this era that we're in, it's crazy that we even have to think about shit like that. Like how much shit has changed for the better. But I think in some ways too, things have gotten to a point where we're really as a culture as like as like a people as, yeah and I'm not not even just black people like i'm saying like just i think i want to say almost like american pop culture but it's not mm-hmm. like I, I wouldn't consider us pop culture you know I what i mean say, yeah yeah just like like just that urban scene just that culture that, yeah that, whatever yeah. you want to call it <sighs> maybe not even just that though <laughs> point blank period i feel like it's just getting to a point where things are too sensitive everything is a sensitive subject yep. everything is too that, mm. that's not okay to say we're we're getting to a point where it's like you 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 have to watch what you're saying at mm. all times because you're going to offend you somebody know. somewhere doing something but it's just like how can we live like that tiptoeing over everybody like like their landmines like yep. And and to me, I I think I've said it before, uh, recently on um, the R. Kelly episode, episode twenty two, um, that there's a thin line between people just being mad to be mad, like being extra sensitive, oh, yeah. and uh, understanding the discomfort level and unlearning the and unlearning the ways of the past that are we're learning 
you know, it's finally right today. Like, I feel like when people say, oh, we're in a super sensitive era, I agree. I agree that that, that definitely is what it is. That's definitely what it is. But at the same time, when you think about the things that were normal back then and that were okay. Oh, yeah. And then things that are being exposed now and why they're not okay. It's like, damn, it's so sensitive. But we're Some only of it sensitive makes because we're uncomfortable and unlearning, you know, that you're not supposed to date a high schooler when you're an adult. You're not oh, supposed yeah. to, like, treat women like shit. Women should have certain kind of, you know, places. Women shouldn't just be used as, like, tools. Like, all these things that, Yeah, you for know, sure. There's definitely some validity upon. of it. And I'm, I'm People not saying... People are sensitive. Yeah. I will right. give you that. Yeah, there I'm, is that, like... Uh, <laughs> Like they used to be those memes when it was like, did you just assume my gender? Like, oh my god! <laughs> and but like some people are like really out here, like, yeah. like the bathroom thing. Right. That's crazy to me. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's, there's, there's so there's things. there's there's definitely the good and the bad of it. Honestly, yes. yeah. And there, yes. I would argue that there's a lot of good, probably more good coming from it than mm-hmm. bad. But I guess it's it's just sometimes hard to take both of those sides and just seeing the growth within you know people and the, the culture. Coral. Yeah, it's That's just like it's end. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so to touch on what, what, what my homie has said, mm-hmm. he said, speaking on the Chris Brown situation, <sighs> we have to be more mature when it comes to rape and sexual assault. We yep. immediately decide whether a person is guilty or innocent of a crime with little to no information or evidence about the situation. Right. Do you know how irresponsible that is? This isn't about condoning or condemning. This is to say we literally don't know. Yet we speak on these issues with such conviction. Chris Brown did it. He needs to be locked up. Chris Brown would never do anything like that. It's okay to say you know what. I'm not going to say anything because I literally don't know. Let's use the internet responsibly. Which people don't do. And that's the mm. whole thing about the internet has so much power and it's like a gift and a curse. Because you can get so much information from it that you can also get information to validate shitty reasons that aren't even true. Like it's, right, yeah. yeah people so don't want to do that. Yeah, when he said Everybody that, wants to be loud so they can get some kind of retweets. And man. Everybody <laughs> wants to be somebody. The shit that irks me the most is when somebody gets a tweet or something that's like low-key popping. You know, a lot of people are retweeting it and shit and they like replied to it like, Follow me on YouTube. Yeah, like, follow me on Instagram. I'm like, y'all I'm are mad myself here. corny. Like, Yo. I can't do it. Happened to me today. Like you said that that post I posted, like uh, Tyler said something about um, his mom used to make him eat like nasty. Yes, like, like, I saw that. Food. Yes, I saw that. Like, Sushi. Imagine being a black mom raising your son and With buying his skateboards and all this shit and for him to say that you wasn't. You kept him from the, all the from joys of sushi. Life. Yeah, I was like, I'm shut like, the fuck up. Yeah, I was just like, chill. It's Everybody not that got serious. something to say, and I don't even need to say nothing. Like, yeah. It was not that serious. But Crazy. Um, speaking of, you know, what's right, what's wrong, and, you know, women. Uh, and also, if, if she's lying on him and none of this shit happened, that's fucked up. Right. We've seen in history... Um, how people end up yes after being lied upon yes how people and, and how we yeah. get killed for you know alleged rape this and black man did this and then yes exactly yeah. so do your research know that 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 is is just true too yeah so there's a really weird line in between hearing women out and understanding and helping them get justice and then also understanding that condemning people before they actually have any evidence proof anything anything to any back facts so statements that's ugly but speaking of women empowerment and, and that kind of thing, Cardi B, <laughs> fam, I didn't want to transition. <laughs> I know it's a wild transition. You would think, I like when you heard, when she heard career first probably you would think I wouldn't even make that transition. But Cardi B has really been for the people. Oh yeah, She's really I really fuck with people. Cardi B, and it's crazy because like I started off like not liking her music honestly. Like I didn't, I, I just wasn't. It wasn't it? Wasn't for you? Yeah, and I get and it. Same after here. listening to her album. 
you know, granted the whole writing situation, I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of the Another music. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of the music. Period. So it's like she put together a dope album. Um, so I've after that I've been a fan, and you know, just her her personality and attitude. I think it's it's super dope. She's just like. Don't fuck with me. I'm respectful, but don't fuck with me. And mm-hmm. you know, where she's from and everything, like she's authentic, raw, real, <laughs> whole, like, blunt. Yeah. So that's like I I enjoy that aspect of her. I like. So, I, I, I think she's very that's raw. why I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fan of her. I'm a fan of Cardi B, mm-hmm. and I'm less of a fan of her music, like mm-hmm. the artist. But um, I still think she makes good music, or she helps put together good music. I agree. But she dropped a twerk video. Um, uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I've seen a lot of clips. That. City Girls dropped that. Oh, City Girls that's dropped C- that? I believe that's City Girls' song. I could be wrong. Is it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. While you look it up, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll talk on it while, while you look it up. But um, basically, the whole video is, 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 is it's just women out there having fun, shaking ass, uh, just celebrating their bodies and, and their beauty and the stuff, music, and just being quote-unquote ratchet and just having fun around like each other like a bunch of just beautiful black women of all shapes and sizes just throwing ass really i mean just to keep it a, just to keep it a buck yes. but in, in in a joyous was it cardi b yep yeah and in, in, in a joyous way i mean the video is called twerk so you can imagine oh it's it's not cardi b it's city girls oh city she's girls, featured right? yeah she's okay. featured on it and um it's as as a man i you know I, i'm not trying to watch the I, you know, I got a girl, so I'm not really, sh- I shouldn't be entertaining these kind of things. Much. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, that's just how I roll. I do different shit. But, um, it, when I saw the video, I was like, damn. The first thing I noticed was like, wow, there's not one guy in here. I and I wasn't mad that. at it. I never I remember that. the days of tip drill. I remember the days <laughs> of, uh, like, you know, BT uncut, whatever, when like, yeah. you know, they were throwing that. Like, it was like a job. Yeah. Like it wasn't like women were having fun just to have fun. Women were like stripping. Women were like. You know, working really, if you really sure, want to yeah. talk about it. And so to see Cardi B do that and kind of, you know, or just to see the producer, or whatever director, make that kind of point in that in that in that video was was was, was cool to me because like girls, girls should be able to feel like they can do that and not feel like they're being sexualized all the time. Yeah. Um, I was happy about it. It, it was just kind of cool. And yeah. some lady was like, how are women supposed to? I remember who it is. Her name doesn't even deserve recognition or resignation, whatever. But I remember she was like, how are women supposed to, like, be a part of the Me Too movement and fight for our independence when she's out here, you know, justifying herself like that? Like, like, you know, like, what did it say? What did it say? Um, after the video dropped, after, yeah, so after and so, we're not going to say her name to give her any clout. Mm-hmm. I don't even yeah, know no, who no, she no. is. No. Said the video doesn't empower women in the Me Too era. And Cardi B just clapped back and says, it says to women that I can wear and not wear whatever I want. Yes. Facts. Which is facts. Just because a woman is throwing ass, dressing, naked, whatever it is, that doesn't mean that she deserves to be raped. That doesn't mean that she deserves to be sexually assaulted. It's not touched. an invitation. No way. No. No. Like, I saw a picture and it was like a dude with his shirt off. And, it, you know, because like, sometimes white people just make this art and they just, you know, <laughs> it was a white dude. With a shirt off, in a random place, and like nobody was looking. Mm-hmm. And then a, a, I was a white girl with her like titties out, with her covering them, in a random, the same random place, and people were like staring. And so they, somebody was like, "Wow, this picture says so much without saying anything." It's like, damn, because women, women exposing their body draws so much attention because they become sexualized, they become all this thing. But a man can have a shirt off, and it's just a hard day at work. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, I always say all the time, like women, and especially black women. 
deserve so much more respect. So salute to, to Cardi for copping back. Salute to everybody in that video just showing that girls can be voluptuous. Girls can be of all shapes and sizes and have fun and, and just express themselves no matter how they want to express themselves and not feel like they're being scrutinized or, or sexualized or Facts, any yeah. of that stuff. Um, can we say shout out to the producer too? Yeah, who do you know who's the producer? Do you know who the producer is? Rico Love. Rico Love. Turn yeah. the lights okay. on. Yes, Anytime okay. Anytime you hear Turn the Lights On, turn the li- Rico okay. Love. Fire. I think he has some co-producers on there, but I heard the Turn the Lights On a couple times in a song. Yeah. I'm just like, fine. I had a, I, I was in, when I was in LA, I was mm-hmm. driving with my little cousins. She was driving her car. And that's, is this two cousins, the, uh, the YG cousins? The YG cousins. The ones when we were, um, when we were, when we were at the house, uh-huh. and they were playing like Y, like, just constantly playing YG. Well, that's Alicia. That's Alicia. That no, 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 no. Not her. The other two light skinned ones. They're from California. I, that's probably who you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, well, is that who you were hanging yeah, out with? Lexus. Yeah. That's who I stayed yeah. So I stayed with them. That's oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's who, yeah. Yeah. So when we were Shout in there, though, you. and that song came on, and I heard Turn the Lights on randomly, I'm just like, you knew. Rico. I paused the song. I'm like, y'all know who that producer is? They're just like, <laughs> the producer no, Chris. was like, yo, credit. Credit, you ready? I'm giving Everybody's credit. Everybody's like, no, Chris. I'm just like, all right, that's Rico Love. Anytime you hear Turn the Lights On, I start giving discography. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Motivation by Kelly Rowland. And I'm like, that's Rico Love. Y'all remember that. That's like, hilarious. Put y'all on game. Producers, like, I, always, I always say producers deserve, deserve way more credit. And I think they're slowly getting it because I feel like producers are following into the artist Producers and engineers. There's a lot of work that needs to be done there with um, them getting the credit and recognition. And Man, that's what I'm working on. That's a lot. That's For a lot me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You for, definitely you know. know. So, yeah, for sure. But uh, let's go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. I'm going to play two more tracks before we kind of get ready to get out of here. I'm going to play, um, I can't even see this. I wrote this down and it was super small. My Quail, it's going to be Echoes. I uh, stumbled upon him on SoundCloud. Super good, chilling vibes. Kind of matches the tone that's been going on for the day. And then I have to play the homie, you know, day one, big fan as, as always. He was on the podcast, you know, the, the year-end episode of last year. Kayla Ray's latest track changed blah, blah, up. Blah, blah, blah. Shout out Kayla Ray as blah, always. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, here we go. Here we go. I, I, one day I'll figure out something smooth to say before I play a song. But I'm just gonna be like, you know, let's get into it too.
Every time I hear Kayla Ray drop a new track, it never ceases to amaze me, but it always blows me away. Yeah. Like her sound so just dope. gets better and better. And not that it was ever bad. Don't get me wrong. From day one, from the moment I from heard day Kayla. one. Yeah. We man, knew. Man, yeah. But I still know she has it. I'm like, I, I've been wanting to work with her since the day I met her or really heard her, which was at like this spot called Pat and Annie's forever ago Don't when they had their like, that it's actually like a shoe store. Like we just, <laughs> they actually have a studio down here and stuff now, but, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Mm. Uh, they had some event where Danae Simone, I don't know if you know of Danae, uh, yes, I've heard singer. of her. She's I've heard super of her. dope too. But I really went to go see her, mm. um, and ended up seeing Kayla and a bunch of other dope female artists yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, ended up in Kayla. She like closed out the show and shit with her mm. band. Mind blown. I'm just like, yo. Was this at a jazz club? Nah, this was at the, at the Pat and Annie store, like uh, in the back. Yeah, it was weird. I, weird the location. first time I saw her was at a jacket at this jazz club that was in Aurora. I don't even know if it's still there. She was a jazz club. Crazy good. Older, not older, Apex. Older kind of. 
Apex Lounge? It was some kind of, it may have been Apex Lounge. I think it was Apex Lounge. Yeah, yeah. it's like right off of like I don't know. It's like off the highway-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's Apex yeah. Lounge. I saw her there a couple times too. Super. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. She's super dope, man. She's so talented. Shout out to Kayla Ray as always. Super dope. Super talented. Always making good music. Always making my phone die. Always <laughs> making super better music. Um, we're gonna get ready to wrap it up and get out of her. Um, before we get out of here, as always, we do the prayer list. Um, I'm gonna do. We do mine first, and we do yours. I can do mine first if you want. Mine's a little longer, maybe. There's definitely longer. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so on uh, the prayer list before we wrap up, uh, I want to put the Black and Mild podcast on here. Um, Black and Mild podcast. Shout out to Zay. Shout out to Demi. Um, shout out to Alvin as well. I say shout out, but they're also on the prayer list. So that's the same thing. Um, I don't want to speak too much on it. Um, but if you know, you know, and you will start to know more about why I'm even talking with the Black and uh, Mild. I say Black and Mild. The Black Mile podcast. The Black Mile Podcast. Follow them on Instagram, on Twitter. If you um, know, you know. If you know, you know. Yes, but <laughs> there's something. There's something happening. I'm not gonna tell you. Just know. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to build up that kind of anticipation teams, that we do with teams. like Kendrick and J Cole. That's the level <laughs> we're working on. Um, but yes, I want to put uh, uh, the two hosts, Zay and Demi, on um, the uh, prayer list. Alvin, of course, and his wife on the prayer list. Shout out to them. Continually, continuously putting Sudan on the prayer list just because it's not in the news and the headlines as it was a couple of weeks ago doesn't mean they don't study your prayer because they're th- this whole city is going through it the people are going through it uh, shout out to Zayn I know she's been there all month I was just gonna say yeah yeah. How do you I've been following her, her. Uh, <laughs> That's I stumbled upon her like, I think she's some of the artists that I stumbled upon when I moved up here and I just like searched and found Dope. Yeah, I've been going to her shows and stuff I don't know if I ever told you the story about how I met her but no, you have to tell it, me. I don't think we did. It basically coincides with like Kayla Ray because I really? went to a Kayla Ray show to watch. Uh, well, to see Kayla mm. Ray, it was her listening party, and I saw Zayna play. And she used to work for DU. She just recently, basically, quit there. Which is why she's in Sudan. Which is why months. she's in Sudan. Yes. Exactly. You know, I'll tell you about that later. I won't talk okay. about that because I, I think I'll tell you when I when I met her. But yeah. uh, yes, keeping Sudan and Zayna on on the prayer list. I'm really interested to do a uh, podcast with. Uh, hopefully, Xana, before I leave in March, um, cause I feel like I'd be a really interesting perspective to get on what's going on there with her having her roots there and just all that good stuff. So, um, Kam- oh, I just burped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kamala Harris, like I said, running for president in 2020. I need to do my research. Everybody should do their research on the candidates. But um, I'm keeping her on the prayer list, too, because as, as, as a black woman who's running for a position of power, she needs all the prayers she can get and support she can get. Um so yeah, she's staying on the prayer list regardless. Government employees, anybody who was affected by the government shutdown from this fucking clown, you are in my prayers. I'm sorry I cannot tip you at, at the TSA line. I'm sorry that shit is fucked up and there's nothing we can do about it. It's horrible. All I can do is pray for you. And I know a lot of times people say, what does prayer do? But it's all I got for you. Um, and I think there's a lot of power in that. So if you are affected by the, affected by that, which I think we all are, I'm keeping you on the prayer list. And last but not least for my list, the family, um, the family of comedian and co-creator of the show Rail, Kevin Barnett, uh, condolences to his family and friends, everybody around him. He passed away um, during like a trip in Mexico at the age of 32. Fam, Damn. that's young. That's, uh, that's dumb young. young. Don't know why. The, 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 uh, from what I read yesterday, the um, it's unknown. We don't know what it, if it was like a just it just happened. If it was a freak act, we don't know what happened. Um, but all I know is that he's, he's, he's no longer here with us. 
it's very sad. I hate to see any black creative who's been setting the tone and has been such a good person and is just such a quality person and creator and had so much passion in what he in what he did and the things that he created. I hate to see somebody go that young because there's so much potential, so much potential. Um, and just being such a good person within that, aside from all the potential he had, it's, it's extremely sad. It makes you cherish your life. Uh, tell everybody that you love, that you love them when you can, as often as you can, because you never know. Um, but yes, condolences to, um, his family and his friends. Um, and they're all in my prayers as well. And, um, last but not least, what you got for me, Chris? And that was a lot. <laughs> I feel like mine's don't even stack up to that. I'm just gonna no, it's say, not about you know. stacking up on the prayer list. <laughs> it's about putting them on the prayer list. This is no Period. competition. I'm just, just the family, you know, family, family close sure. friends, man. People that, that that keep us all going and you know genuinely care about us and <laughs> the things we have going on. So yeah, yeah. for sure, family. Um, for. anybody else? That's about it. I think that's about it. And keep us on the prayer list as always as well. Um. But yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's a wrap. That's episode 2023. 20, 23, 23. Episode 23. Uh, we'll see y'all next Thursday. I'm not sure. I think I'll have a special guest. I'm not sure. A lot of shit's going on, so I don't know what's going on. But y'all will get episode 24. There's going to be new artwork that you'll see on this episode. A lot of new shit's coming. I'm working on a lot of more. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm trying to get more listeners. I'm trying to really expand my voice. Um, and, and, and whether it's hand to hand or, or digital marketing, I'm, I'm gonna get it out there. Period. But yeah, so uh, y'all, like I said, tell somebody you love them. Check on your strong friends. Check on your quiet friends. Check on your happy friends, and um, just stay grinding and keep your head up. And um, till next time, till next Thursday, we'll see y'all. Thank you again, Chris. No doubt, bro. Thanks for having oh, me, man. I, I, let me pull up. Really. <laughs> so yeah, so good, so, man. We'll it's see always y'all. A pleasure. Oh yeah, real quick, you have a beat battle. I cannot leave without telling. Oh yeah, the beat battle. It. I forgot about that. Yes. Uh beat battle at uh it's called it's at level, which is inside of Temple Nightclub, which mm-hmm. is like off of Broadway. Uh pull up. It's just when is be it what day? January thirtieth? January thirty first. Thirty first. Sixteen producers going head to head at nine o'clock. I got tickets on me. Yes. Yeah, you know, if you Hit us up me. on Facebook. Oh, what tell them again. At W I C Jones on everything. Wick Jones. Wick Jones. W I C on, on Facebook. Find me. Twitter. Find me, yeah. Instagram. Chris Jones on, on Facebook for my regular account, whatever. Just find me. And if you can't find I'll him, find me. Devin, no one cares, and I'll send you the right way 100%. Blah, blah, blah. It's just so, going to be dope. Once again, yes, it's going to be dope. I'm pulling up. I totally get to pull up too. Hey, hey. So, yep. But like I said, we out. Keep your head up. See y'all next Thursday. Yeah.